You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Happy New Year. Welcome back to A Little Bit Better, the podcast, and the first episode in 2021. I'm your confidence coach and host, Chris Whale, here today to talk about setting goals. In the last episode, which I do recommend listening to before this one, we dove into optimism. This is important when one year passes and a new one begins. Why? Maybe not in the manner you might assume. Yes, we want to look at the future with optimism. A new year can signal or give a sense of a new beginning. This can be good. But what happens when you wake up on January 1st, full of hope, full of motivation, and full of optimism, but as the day goes on, and maybe the next one, and the next... It all fades as nothing has actually changed just because the clock and the calendar turned. We often look at a new year with this expectation that it will be better, but a date on the calendar doesn't change things. You do. Many people experience the new year's hangover, not from drinking a few too many glasses of champagne, but simply because they put their hope on the date rather than on themselves. So yes, I'm here today in the first week of a brand new year to say, don't look at a date for the change you want. Look at yourself. You don't need a new year to arrive for you to go after your dreams or change your lifestyle. You can start anytime. All you need to do is decide to take the right actions, the right steps towards the life you want. This episode is set to come out on January 5th, five days past the first day of the new year. Have you set some goals or gasp resolutions? If not, do not panic. It's not too late. It's never too late. A date is just a number. Does it matter if you start moving towards your goals on January 17th versus January 1st? No, it doesn't matter one little bit. So get over being attached to a start date. I know I keep mentioning this date thing, but it is a funny thing that gets into people's minds. And often people won't start working towards a goal. They won't even make one, even though they may have one sitting there waiting for them to bring it to the light because they think they've missed the boat. And that's why I'm really trying to press that the day you start, the number on the calendar does not matter. If you have made goals and resolutions, have you mapped out how to get there? We've talked about the pen and paper to brain connection before. Writing things down helps create a stronger bond or rather wires your brain to believe in what you wrote better than just thinking about it. Writing is specific. Thoughts can be so vague, they are more like feelings than actual concrete visuals of a desired outcome. It's hard to take action steps or rather to know if you're taking the right ones when the place, the state, or the vision that you want to arrive at isn't clearly formed. So how do you set, map out, and start taking the right actions to get your goals? Easy. You reflect, you project, then you dissect. 
Let's look at what each of these mean. Number one is reflect. Where are you right now? And how do you feel about that? This is a really important thing to consider because if you're sitting somewhere feeling discontent, you need to figure out why. So what is making you discontent? Where are you right now? You can look at what the past year was like for you. What did you like? What did you not like? What worked for you? What did not work? One note of warning, do not stay here too long. It's good to be curious about things that may have gone wrong, but as these things are in the past, do not fixate on them. Be curious to see what went wrong so you can try not to repeat some mistakes, but don't cast blame, don't shame yourself, don't place judgment on the things that you deem as failures. Remember, there is so much growth and learning in failing. Many times the best ideas come out of moments that flopped. In business, take a look at the things you did that got a lot of engagement. It's great to reflect upon those and see how you can incorporate more of that into this new year. Also look to see if those things brought you joy. If yes, for sure, do more of those. If not, what does bring you joy? What would you rather be doing? What are your passions? What are your superpowers? And how have you used them in the past in a way that you can use them again in the future? Okay, so we've done the reflect from our reflect, project, and dissect strategy. Let's look at number two, project. What do you want? This is where you get to dream big. Don't hold back. Even if it feels completely ridiculous and far-fetched, write out what your perfect or ideal life or your future you, where do you live? Who are you with? What do you look like? How are you doing financially, in relationships, in health, in personal development, whatever that means to you? How does it look and feel to be you in all the areas that matter most to you? Write it all out. Once you've done that, look at all you've written and narrow down to one, two, three goals. I know that can feel really hard, but many times, once you start going after one goal, inevitably, that sets you up to get another. Picking one, two, or three goals doesn't mean you are simply discarding the rest of your goals and dreams. It just means that you're picking a focal point, a starting point. And if you don't do that, if you can't start a focus on one spot, then you're never going to reach any of them. Focus has a couple of meanings. It can refer to the center of interest. It means the state of having clear view or visual definition, being able to see something clearly. It also means paying particular attention to something specific. So focus means clarity in vision of a particular thing. Oh yes, so perfect for goal getting. You need to focus, hone in on what you want, see what you want clearly, so you can choose the right behaviors to get yourself there. You can't really do that while you're looking at 100 things at once. It's hard to arrive at a specific intersection in a specific city when you are looking at a map of the whole world. 
So in focusing on just one or two, maybe three areas, you have a much greater chance of landing right there with them. Many smaller or secondary aims and objectives fall into place on the way or shortly after achieving your main focuses. Many times picking which goal to focus on can feel really overwhelming and people can get stuck wishing and desperately wanting to move forwards towards their goals and dreams, but it's so hard to separate them and ignore all the other shiny dreams vying for attention. That can let indecision settle in and indecision means inaction. I've been here many times in my life. Trust me, I'm a real ideas person, very creative and very imaginative. I want to do so many things. What I've learned though is that picking one doesn't mean those others aren't ever going to happen. It's really a mindset thing. It's deciding to choose so you can begin moving forward. Again, the overwhelm can be high, so here's a little trick. Think about what things make sense to do or go after simply based on timing. For instance, you might want to run a marathon, but that's not something you're likely going to do next week or maybe even in February. Maybe it's 10 months down the road and so you need to train for it. If you write it down and schedule it into, say, October, the goal is accounted for, but it's just not happening today. Schedule in your training sessions and work towards that goal each week. So look at all your goals and then consider when you realistically could make them happen. Schedule them into your calendar in the year calendar. I call this scheduling broad. And what it is, is looking at every month, just as 12 points in a year, and scheduling when you may be able to hit specific goals. Sometimes just by doing that, especially if you have put more than just one, two, or three in there, you'll see that some of them don't feel as exciting anymore once you've scheduled them into a certain place in the year. And so it's easy to remove those without feeling FOMO. So now that you've decided on your main goals and have a rough idea of when you realistically will be able to achieve them, it's time to move on to stage three, which is dissect. And very simply, it is what it sounds like. It is finding out exactly what you need to do to get your goal. Here is where you've got to spend the time and get detailed. Pick your first goal and fully map it out. All the steps you need to take, the time they will take, you may not know exactly, just take some guesses here, and who you will need to engage with or what if you have to include backend programming, maybe you need to design a logo or whatever it is that you need to do. Find all those little steps with timing, with the who, the how, the what, and the cost. Get as specific as you can and just write all that down. It's so much easier to make headway towards your goals when you've got your path set first. This does take a bit of time. It truly does. And although it may feel like meh kind of work, give yourself the proper time to do this. An astounding 92% of people who make resolutions and goals do not obtain them. They abandon them after 30 days or never fully see them through down the road. 
the 8% of people who do achieve their goals, of those, 85% wrote them down first. That's a pretty good argument for doing this work, doing this advanced mapping, writing it all down. By writing down the steps you need to take to get your goal, you essentially are setting micro goals that once they're collected one by one, they add up to your bigger vision. And if you do get stuck, it's easier and less overwhelming to find a solution when you have a clear picture of other steps you need to take. You are less likely to give up entirely because the picture is still mostly clear and mapped out. So to recap this essential step to achieving your goals, it's map them out in detail. Write out your end goal and then all the detailed steps and actions needed to get there. Include timing and then schedule those right into your calendar. This is when you are going to get a bit more specific. You may find at this point that you do have to adjust where your final result of achieving your goal does land in the calendar year and that's completely fine. Next, I highly recommend that you schedule pop-up check-in points into your calendar. Essentially, this is you having a meeting with yourself. This gives you the opportunity to review how you are doing with your action steps with your small goals and really will help you make and mark your progress towards your main goal. These check-in meetings don't have to be elaborate and long affairs. It's simply taking a look at your calendar at your action steps and making sure that you're on track. And if you're not, then seeing what you need to adjust so that you can get back on track. I'm going to share a couple other secrets or tips for how to achieve your goals. People who do achieve their goals tend to do these three things. The first one is to allow yourself space to fail. Practice patience and forgiveness with yourself. If things take longer, if they end up a little bit differently, if you have to restart once, twice, seven times, doesn't matter. Perfection is not a gift and hopefully it's not your goal. Learn and grow and adapt by giving yourself this room, this forgiveness and this patience. The second thing is accountability. I have mentioned this before, I believe, and I highly recommend getting an accountability partner. Whether it's a friend, a family member, a coworker, or a coach, people who are accountable to others show up more and therefore achieve their goals more than those who wing it solo. There's just something about humans where we just don't like to let people down. And this is why accountability is such a big one or having an accountability partner. We don't want to show up not having done what we said we were going to do. Having someone to report to doesn't have to be a superior, a boss, just somebody that you can report your progress, your actions to acts as a big support for you to continue working towards your goals, especially if you're feeling a little bit stalled or if you're stumbling. Sometimes they often can provide ideas or suggestions for you that can lead you to figuring out whatever challenges you're having. And the third thing is to really check in with and know your why. It may sound a bit silly, but it is truly essential. Who is this goal for? Do you really want it? 
If your why isn't strong enough, you won't be motivated to see your goal through. Check in with your reasons and make sure those are powering you towards your dreams rather than having a goal and working towards it because you feel that you quote unquote should be doing that. Your reason needs to resonate from within you. And if you feel a passion for what you want to achieve or what you want to do, then you have a much higher chance of actually succeeding. I know that many people desperately wanted 2020 to be over. Be careful with that thinking though. 2020 didn't do anything. It's just a year on a calendar that humans made up. It just showed up too. The events within it always will be memorable and How we let them define us as individuals or a society is totally up to us. So much of the past year was based around circumstances that were completely out of our control. The virus and perhaps even more the decisions made by those in power. My soul and body have taken on a lot of stress from that. Thinking about the losses people have experienced loss of life, of businesses and jobs, of financial stability, of social connection, relationships, loss of freedom to live how they desire. I'm working on feeling those things without letting them weigh me down the way they have. And I'm happy in a sense, I guess, that I feel those things because I want to have awareness and empathy But I also don't want to stay there and I want to see the good. And that's where last week's episode comes in where I want to be optimistic about the past, about the present, and about the future. In 2020, I saw tremendous personal and professional growth in myself and in so many other people around me. Growth that might not have come if the past 12 months had been a smooth ride. Growth can happen in all stages and circumstances in life, but I believe the most growth comes from the more challenging parts of our lives. When we don't have reason to question our choices, behaviors, actions, or inactions, we don't really change. Sometimes growth comes out of simply realizing that you are loved. And that often happens when you're going through tough times. Growth can come out of letting yourself be vulnerable, be needed or needy. The greatest beauty is often found within or beside the things we fear or dislike most. 2021 isn't going to fix anything that you might feel like 2020 broke. There is a lot of letdown that can come relying on a circumstance to change yours. A new date won't necessarily do that. It's what you do, how you show up, how you look at life. It's your actions within and outside of yourself that will take things on the course that they go. I don't say this to be doom and gloom. I am reminding you about this to empower you. We're not out of the restrictions of the current world landscape, at least not where I am. So if you have been sitting, waiting for 2020 to be over, waiting for the pandemic to be gone, you might find that it's still here. It's not gone. You can wait longer, but I suggest you don't. Not in this situation and really not ever. Life is always unpredictable. It has this way of throwing curveballs of hard-packed snow and ice even on the sunniest days. So if there is something you want to do, something you want to change in your life, just 
do it. Decide to do it. Don't wait for something else to change first. Not a date, not a virus to disappear, not a situation to change. Okay, sometimes the situation does need to change a little bit depending on what you want to do. But for the vast majority, the situation that needs to change is your brain, your heart choosing yes. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. If you've got a business idea, you can get help. You can have mentors. You can outsource some of the stuff that isn't really in your expertise, but is still necessary to do. If you want to obtain a new skill or certification, ask people for help if you need it to watch the kids or to change your schedule. Reach out to other people who are doing it too so you can support each other during it. If you want to make a health change, join a group of others doing it as well or find an accountability partner. Both of those are potentially free options or hire a coach. One of the biggest pieces of feedback I hear from people I have worked with and from people working with others in the telling of their experience is, why didn't I do this sooner? Don't panic if you haven't decided what you want to do or how to do it. You are exactly where you need to be. Now you get to decide where you want to go and when. You can do this. You can give yourself the gift of empowerment. This is your life, my friend, your one life. Make the decision and steer your boat instead of letting it drift aimlessly. You have to be the one to decide who is in control of your life and you have to be ready to do the work. You deserve to live your best life and I know you can do it. You've got this. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at This Is A Little Bit Better or find me online at a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like information about coaching with me, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I'm excited to connect again soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.